Hey heroes, thank you again for your support, and welcome back to Naked, the podcast about authenticity. Now's the part that I tell you that we've just finished recording this week's episode, but hey, it was maybe yesterday, this is a pre-made intro. Though, here's a little clip of a highlight moment, the unscripted, unfiltered, and uncut full episode will follow. Stay tuned, because now, it's time to get naked. I'm gonna finally find and finally unlock all my power. And the more I talk with him, the less I understand what's going on. Because I just feel he's normal. I just, the more I talk with him, I feel he's more and more normal. And it makes no sense in my mind at that moment. I'm like, no, you're supposed to be some... Some God, like tell me something, <laughs> please. Tell me something um, useful. <laughs> <laughs> tell me something useful. How are you today, Matt? I love, I love putting my, uh, <laughs> my recording face. <laughs> We're supposed to be naked. You don't supposed to have a recording face. Supposed, yeah, I want to see the Phil face. Yeah. I'm smiling. I'm smiling. My name Nuno. What's, what's the N on that cup? Did for nerd? No, Nuno. That's my uh, that's my first name. Nobody knows that, but except my family. But it's my first name. That's my real first name. My real Nuno? first name is Nuno Philip. It's not. It's not Philip. Nuno. Oh, it's the Portuguese yeah. name. Yeah, Nuno Philip. Yes. Man, I never <laughs> knew that about you. I've I've known you for ten years. Yeah. But it's because it's because in Quebecois you can't say my uh, my first name in in Quebecois because it's noon. <laughs> <laughs> For the people that are listening are not understanding that except the Quebec people. Um, but yeah, let's just say okay. that it's a part of a of a woman. So this is what I will say if you pronounce my my name in French in Quebec. How are you doing? <laughs> After that joke. I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. <laughs> Thanks, my friend. I'm having uh, my first mate of the morning. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's good. Yeah. Like I told you, I shaved. I washed my hair, my uh, Jesus hair. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, and, I, sh- uh, I I washed my hair. <laughs> <laughs> we had an amazing week. Uh, first, thanks, man, for uh, everything you do for us, for the... Um, all the branding and the social media, which I hate to do. Um, yeah, just wanted so, to sound, tell you like that. The sound, uh, I, got, I got some comments on the sound, but the sound on the first one, which the one I did, were not that great. And now the sound is really great. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one, we didn't have those mics and we knew nothing about recording. So that's really yeah. funny. If you, if you go back to, the, to listen to the first one, you can totally see the evolution um, in just a few episodes, we, we managed to have really good, uh, I mean, a big difference with what we had. So, yes, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad when I go into something, I can really get super laser focused. And I love to learn. I uh, love to learn new things. We were talking about it also um, mm-hmm. uh, about you on your side, taking everything that you, uh, you're doing right now and and. Uh, Oh, by the way, um, small surprise for you and for people, maybe. We have now three episodes uploaded on YouTube. So we have the first one, What is Naked? The second one, 
uh, about uh, finding and being your true self and the episode seven that we released last week. I'm um, hoping to upload the rest of the episode this week. Uh, going backwards, obviously, if I try. So obviously the episode of this week first will be a priority, but then afterwards it will be the other episode. The sound is not as good because it's based on the video, but it's, um, it's coming there. It's coming there. So if you want to see our faces, you're wondering what we do while we are talking, if you want to see us, uh, yeah, it's on YouTube yeah. now. Yeah. You're going to love uh, that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's more your face on the internet. Well, you, you know, you know, something that, uh, that, that makes me think of something I thought this morning, and I kind of thought that it would be the subject of this one. Well, I'm going to bring it. And I have a question for you is yeah. everything that we're doing, being naked and going, uh, putting ourselves out there, which is totally opposite of what we were doing before. Um, yeah, I think I have this little, uh, this little uh, unease sometime, depending on if I feel good that day or not. And I want to ask you, like, do you feel you do you feel sometimes that imposter syndrome coming up, or, or how do you feel now that we started that and that you put in? I know you were telling me, um, I know you were telling me a bit about that for, for your personal thing and and the thing that happened with the guy that that died this weekend. I don't remember his name, but Yeah. Do you feel like that sometime for me? I think yesterday I had a moment like that. Yeah, a little bit. Um, okay, it's good that you're, you're talking about that. Um, so imposter syndrome. Um, yeah, that's, that's a big subject. So it's funny that you talk about that because this morning I was, I was looking at the book that I'm writing on product leadership and I have a, a space in there where I talk about the imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. How I felt about that. Yeah. I have at least three pages where I talk about that and I explain why. Um, explain to me, man. I want to know about woo. it. <laughs> Give me your thoughts. Um, so imposter syndrome was, um, it was a researcher, which I don't remember the name, a woman that found it. Um, and it's uh, really a problem of our generation, mostly in a woman. Uh, so I think that she said that something like 60 or 70% of the population have it. Um, wow. and more, I think the percentage is higher in women. And this is due to the fact that, you know, the way we are and everything, like the way people are, the fact that, you know, small comments that seems like really inoffensive, if I could say, can be diminishing the, the accomplishment of someone. So like, for example, you get a praise or you get someone that says, um, I don't know, like it was a really good, well-written email and someone is going to say to you in the office, oh yeah, but you know, you write it well because you're a woman. Seems like nothing. Uh, but it's, it's, this is what after, you know, while and everything, you know, like you got this raise because, you know, you smile or because you're a woman, you're more sympathetic because you're a woman. So this is how she found out that, you know, mostly uh, people had the imposter syndrome because of that. Um, which is, by the way, I, I hate that kind of things. Uh, and I'm honest, maybe, maybe I participated in that. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but but I, I I thought that like the imposter syndrome was one, when you wanted to do uh, when you wanted to do something, and then you just feel you're not good enough, or you feel you're you are. That's, or well, people yeah, recognize you a bit 
for what you do and but but you don't feel that you deserve that or you feel that you're less than what people tell you uh you are i don't know um yeah yeah but that's that's related that. because so this is no 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 it's related it's um so sorry maybe i need to explain well myself is the fact that you know when you're saying stuff like that like oh because you're because you're a man or because you're a woman or because you're you know you're stronger so because you're a man blah 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 it it take out the achievement from the person and put it because of a gender. So obviously when the person after that have real achievement, she's obviously in her mind or he's ah. uh, thinking about what people have been saying. So you're kind of influenced that way. And um, this is why, this is how it came up. And this is why mostly it's women because obviously I don't want to enter into that. Oh, I'm going to do that. Uh, we are a patriarchal <laughs> society. <laughs> I don't want to enter uh, that, seriously. Repeat that, repeat that. We are in a patriarchal society. Well, Mostly, in, the, in uh, the Western, yes. In the Western world. But there's some I place mean, in the world that's super the, where, matriarchal. Uh, what do you mean? Go for it. Uh, I want to see. Because, uh, because probably in some island somewhere. Island. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> I mean, like, they're like, hater is going to hate. So, <laughs> uh, no, but it's true. It's true. Like, I mean, um, and it's funny because it, it's, uh, I, I wonder if we're going to go through there, but it comes back to the way society have evolved. Um, and the imposter syndrome, just to come back to it, because I, I really want to focus on that. The imposter syndrome, the way I felt it is the fact that, and it was something personal, right? I always felt like, not a not a not a fake what is the what is the term there is a term for that like a fraud mm. like a fraud yeah fe- feeling like a fraud yeah feeling like a fraud and um because you shouldn't be there because society you know you shouldn't be there you haven't done i don't know right school you haven't done right companies um you haven't done I don't know, but kind of things. And so you're wondering, you know, if you really deserve where you are and you're questioning, you know, everything. And this is where it's funny because generally imposter syndrome, it's a bit weird. It's, it's um, sometimes it kicks in when you're doing new projects or you're having a new job um, and you feel inadequate. So it, it, you get the job because you have all this competency that you, that you succeed in, um, in, in gathering and because you work for it, then you get the job and suddenly you think you're inadequate for the job. <laughs> that's, 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 when you look at it, you're like, yeah, brain is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, it's that that's, fucking that's doubt. It's that fucking yeah. doubt that, that's, that just creeps in. It's really funny. We've been doing this podcast for a couple, I mean, a month and a half now, maybe a bit even more. And throughout all the, these weeks, I was, I was not even thinking about it, I think. I think that I just started to think about it because now I see that really we are out there and really we get feedback. And, um, and, and by the way, I, I, yeah, and people... <laughs> I mean, I was, I, was, I was on the family call of Jamie yesterday and his father, her father, sorry, was telling me that he listened to the episode and something came out for him and, and he asked me a question at some point and I was like, mm, I'm sure you're going to like the, the episode seven. <laughs> and, and it just become a part of, of my life now. And, and I, I surprised myself having 
the other day, I mean, I was, I was, it was an hangover day. So on hangover, you always have doubt <laughs> that creeps in more than usual. But, um, but I was thinking, wow, I'm out there, I'm speaking to my friend and I'm, we're, we're there and we're exchanging on what we think. But in a way, we are also sharing our truths, which who cares about our truths? Well, like, in a way, but but like, you have you have imposter syndrome. You have imposter syndrome, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot in my life. Uh, I think. I can think... I can I talk? Can I talk? Like since we're in can I talk about the discussion we have yesterday night? Sure, we can talk about everything. because it's funny. Because this is why I'm saying that. Yesterday night, like you told me, like, it's funny because you told me like, oh yeah, but you know, like we're putting ourselves out there, but I don't need to have like my face and saying it's, it's my quote <laughs> and having like five quotes about me saying what I say. And, I'm, and I was like, it was like, that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> This guy is talking every week during approximately 30 to 40 minutes, you know, like together one hour approximately. So we are discussing approximately 30 to, to one hour. Discussing about our ideas, what we want to say, what we read, what we believe, which is our belief, you know, like nobody has to agree with our belief. And to be honest, I don't care. Um, but the guy is like saying, yeah, but I don't want to be out there. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's not does exactly he, what I does said. He, does he listen to himself or not? No, no. Afterwards, like I discussed with you and the problem was like the fact that on the on the Instagram, there is your face and there is your name and maybe that was not necessary. But what you told me afterwards, like during this discussion was like, oh yeah, but Simon Sinek at the beginning that he was working, he was not putting himself out there and putting quotes about himself, which obviously I took you at your game. I went through back in time to look for yeah. <laughs> And we found some and it was horrible. But and this is why I'm saying that you have imposter syndrome because you were comparing yourself as Simon Sinek that is today to what it was, not what it was at the beginning. Am I, am I, am I right? Yeah, you're totally right. And in fact, I was surprised that I could even get all the way to here without having the kick in of my imposter syndrome. I like, it's like I had a six weeks of just bubble. Everything's fine. I'm confident. I'm happy. Everything's going well. And now I had a hangover day and the doubt crept in. Uh, and, and I, I'm not, it's not that I'm, it's not that I'm doubting what I, what I, I am or or what I'm doing, whatever, because I, in fact, on the other side, I've never been that sure of being aligned and doing exactly what I should do and having fun doing it. It's just, it's just, it's, it was like a reality But check. So, so, so what is it? Because have you thought about it? Like, have you, have you reflected on that? Why suddenly you're, because you said like, I, you're surprised that you have done like almost seven weeks without Yeah, without, well, like your imposter syndrome. So, well, in in fact, it's really funny. There's a lot of things I want to say about that, and and in one of them is 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 to be human. I think it's just normal. I think it, it's it's exactly what I want people to see. I want people to see that they they can think that we are like super confident doing our thing, whatever, but one day i'm not 
<laughs> and one and I can be on on that day where I'm like what the fuck am I doing and should I really be saying or who am I to say these things like all these questions always try to come into my mind I have this this uh, this analogy that I told Jamie about and it's about being like a being like a, a soldier or like a samurai in your mind with your sword and some some thoughts that you have are so so hurt uh, can hurt you so much in your in your life without you knowing it that you you got to be that that soldier in your mind that that just protect the your protect your castle protect your 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 own world inside world of those doubt creeping in you got to be there and fight like it was for your life but they are they are always there they they are so I, I remember like back in the days I was looking up at people that I thought were better than me and I why, always why so, so so just just stay there why did you think they were better than you because that's interesting this is where this is where you see how the imposter syndrome is kicking Oh, yeah. Why did you think they were better than you? Well, at that time, I thought that they were better than me because they had accomplished things that I that I valued as being amazing. It, it, like what? Well, I I really had a money problem in my life before. So for me, money, I didn't have a good rich mindset before, and and I think that I was associating a lot of well, I was looking up to people that not only it was not just money, it was it was a combination. If if you had done if you were a creator, if you if you were an entrepreneur and you succeeded and, and you also you had the money and you had an impact, then for me you were better. And and yeah, I was looking up to them to try to understand what can I do to be that. What what am I missing? What what what's missing in me in my way of doing thing to not be there? And, and the did you did of, you find out? Yeah, I totally find out, and it's the it's the it's the essence of that podcast. The thing the I did I did I talk on one episode about my my encounter with uh, Louis Roy the um, like no. I think it's, it's maybe no no Louis Roy. Well, I remember it like it's so it's so Quebecois. <laughs> it's so from Quebec. No, like it, it, well, I remember that. It's the guy that I asked to be my mentor, uh, which was like uh, just a, just a second. I, I, I have a, I have a joke. Is he is he a janitor? Because like you always talk about janitors. <laughs> if if he's a janitor, he's a he was a five hundred million uh, worth janitor at that time. jokes apart who is go for it well i'm yeah i'm gonna take that i'm gonna do a parenthesis to talk about that story because it's one that impacted my life so much and in fact my my more my motto which is be yourself and have fun the part the be yourself part is born from that story it's really from there that it comes from. So I'll try to keep it short, but it's it's really a, a powerful story for me. So you have two minutes. So, 
my friend yeah you have to win so basically my friend Jean-Michel called me one day and said hey uh, I'm in this group and we, we we are invited to that conference and it's free and I can bring two friends with me so I'm like yeah sure I'm gonna come so I'm, I'm going there with him and it's a conference uh, for like really like everyone there wears uh, how do you, a suit like everyone is suited up we're the only guy with the t-shirt and I, I really wonder what I'm doing there. And it's just all the rich people in Quebec and that guy is coming. So that organization, they do a conference every, I think every three months and they bring one entrepreneur that's really, really uh, successful and he, he present his project, whatever. So we're there and the guy come on the stage and right there, right the moment he came in the sta- on the stage, it clicked for me. I, I just saw him and I, I said, oh, my God, this guy is not a fake. And I know it's cliche, but the guy is probably 50, 55 years old at that time. And he, and he go on the stage in a crowd of suited up people, like a yeah, hundred person. Everyone is suited up except me and my friend. And the guy come on stage with jeans and T-shirt like a Steve Job, and and he started talking about his, his story, and all along as he's talking for an hour and a half, I'm taking notes like crazy. I, I look at him, and I, in my mind, I'm, I'm thinking, this guy is such a fucking genius. And I look around, and I, I can feel that people are not getting that. I feel that I am the only one who's really getting the power of that man. He's changing the world. He's already changing the world with his company. And, and he, he, he talks about this new project that he raised a billion dollar in a month, like, like snapping his finger because he, he, he invented something so amazing. So whatever. You're, get, you're getting lost. You're getting lost. I know. I know. <laughs> Fast for- but I like I like to give details. They're, they're good stories. <laughs> Jamie always tells me she loves my stories, so maybe, maybe no, no, some it's, other it's a good story. <laughs> so basically, fast forward at the end of that presentation, I tell myself, "You are not leaving this place without him accepting to mentor you." And at the moment that I told myself that my body literally became be, uh, started to hurt. I, I was so stressed. It's like I, I said, you're not leaving here before you do something. It's like I imposed that over myself. And right after I said it, everything of me, all my cells didn't want to do that. I was so stressed of going up talking to that man. And I don't know why, really. I, my, I, could, I had pain in my body. It was that strong. So I took all my courage and after like 45 minutes of watching over my shoulder where he was and, and it was a cocktail. So people were going to talk to him. And, and at some point I just find the perfect moment, perfect timing. And I see that he's finishing a discussion. So I just basically, I ran to, to him and I arrived and I said, and he, he looked at me and, and right when I arrived, he looked at me with a smile. He smiled at me and I said, Hey man, and, and he shake my hand and I said, I was thinking about a question that I wanted to ask you for, a long, for as long as, I, as you were talking on the stage. And I didn't have the courage to come to, to ask you, but 
I finally, I finally were, was able to do it and I'm here. So he said, cool, well, what's the question? I said, do you want to be my life mentor? And <laughs> I could see in his face at that moment that he looked at me, he smiled, and he said, like, you know what kind of schedule that I have? Um, you, you heard everything that I'm, I said. Like, for me, in three months is when I can take a, a rendezvous. I'm like, perfect. I'm going to be there in three months. And he's like, well, no, I, and he was trying to, to decline, but I was, I was not leaving before he was saying yes. So I, I, I really, I said, no, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. If you can give me 15 seconds, a minute, 15 minutes, a, a sentence, anything that you can give me out of charity, because you have experience and I'm young and I want to learn, I will take it. And I think at that moment he said, I looked and he said, okay. And he took a, a card in his pocket, gave it to me. And he said, call me in two months. So I, I leave and I'm super hyped. And at that time I looked to him like he's a God, like the guy is worth 500 million. He, he's starting a billion dollar uh, project and, and my, and my friends look at me and they're like, I cannot believe that you went talking to him. And he, what did you say? I'm like, I asked him to mentor me. And he said, yes. And they were like, what? Uh, so whatever, all the hype is gone. And then two months pass. And I write him an email after, again, doubt and doubt. And I was even doubting of sending him an email after he said yes. <laughs> and so basically, I sent an email and he responded in 15 minute top. I'm so fucking thrilled when I see his email. And he's like, yeah, I just come at that time at my office, whatever. So that day arrived in 15 of, September, 15 of December, I remember. And I arrive at that office. And it's one of the most technological office I ever went to. The guy is in technology. He built uh, his company group, Optel, is building... Uh, it's traceability software. So basically, they, the, their software and companies make sure that the product you have in your hand, every element that came in contact with the production of that is, is traceable. From the first dig into the ground by the, by the machine to go get that mineral to do whatever up the chain up to your finished product in your hand, it, it's all traceable to make it's to counter fraud and all that, all that. So it's really good, whatever. So I arrive here, it's super technological. And I go to that meeting with the guy and I arrive here and I arrive in the room and I'm, I'm sparing a lot of details. The room was just the craziest room I've seen at that time. It was all white. You could write everywhere on the wall, on the on the on the ceiling, on the floor. You have you enter there. He gives you a, a marker, and he's like, "You can write everywhere, man." It's like a creativity room. I felt a bit like I was at Google, like or something like that. And not like that. <laughs> no, it's not like that. So, all that story to say, I arrive, and he tells me, "So, what's your problem?" I said. 
what do you mean? He said, well, what's, what do you need? He said, how's, how's your company going? I had one dollar gift at that time and it was not working well. Um, so we start talking and, and it's really weird. I, I have this weird feeling inside me. It's like for me, I'm waiting for him to give me the key to my success. Like the, the thing that I don't know that he knows that I'm going to finally find and finally unlock all my power. And the more I talk with him, the less I understand what's going on because I just feel he's normal. I just, the more I talk with him, I feel he's more and more normal. And it makes no sense in my mind at that moment. I'm like, no, you're supposed to be some, <laughs> some God, like, tell me something, <laughs> please. Tell me something and useful. <laughs> <laughs> tell me something useful. You're, you're, you're going to be different. <laughs> Give me, no, I never ask uh, these kind of people money. I have a saying that if you ask for money, you're going to get advice. And if you ask for advice, you're going to get money. That, I heard that somewhere. Uh, yeah. I heard that somewhere and when I was like trying to get venture capital. And it really works. Um, but whatever, I'm, I'm coming back to that. So I feel super, super weird. And I think you also feel weird. It's a really weird meeting. And, and, and all that time, I, I, I became to be, I, I, at some point, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm pissed. And, I, and he says something, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Look, you, it's, not, it's not the same for you. You don't make your own schedule. You don't, you, you, like, everything is prepared for you. Like, you're just focusing on your thing. He said, no, I do my own schedule every day. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I'm doing my own schedule myself. You don't have a secretary that do that for you. He's like, no. And I think, well, you must be working like 120 hour uh, a week. He said, no, I'm working nine to five, and I have three three child uh, three tri- tri- children, and and I I have a super nice family life, and so my my head is like bugging. My my brain just. It bugs in my mind and I don't understand how he can be the man that he is by being so normal. And whatever, I could, I could go on, on, uh, on this, but finally the meeting ends and I go up and I, and I arrive in my car and I'm in my car and I just think, what the fuck was that? <laughs> what was that meeting? I just failed totally. I didn't get... He's not going to mentor me. I didn't get any key of life that I'm going to make me better. And I'm pissed. I'm in my car and I almost smashed the dash. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And then something clicks in my mind. And it's, you know, those haha moment that you just, it's like you understand everything. It's like there was this big bubble of links that you only need one link to get the understanding of everything, then that link come. Mm-hmm. And I realized that all that, uh, the, the guy gave me an hour and a half, which he doesn't he don't have. So it's, it's just amazing right there. But all that time he was trying to tell me, and I was not hearing. He was trying to tell me, stop wanting to be me and be yourself. Because that 
what you want to be is not you. What you want to be is not you. You're looking to be someone you're not. You're trying to get to get information. Okay, I'm gonna so I'm gonna talk about my Jean Michel, which is also a friend. Okay. And I love in sentence because he said I think he resumed it well, you know, in the and I think it resumed also well the imposter syndrome. And I think this maybe resume your story. He said to me one time, he said, like, okay, we were talking about dating and girls. So no link, <laughs> but it applies to us. <laughs> well, he said, I'm talking all the time about janitor, and you're always talking about dating. <laughs> yeah, it's my life. My life. Um, but he said to me something really smart and, and it's stuck in my mind, like seriously, like really stuck in my mouth. So Jean-Michel is one of my friends from London and, uh, we were having this discussion, you know, like about life and about obviously, you know, our life and everything is French also. And he said to me, the problem is that you're comparing the worst version of yourself with the best, ver- with the best version of the other person. Oh my God. When he told me that, I was stuck. Like, I was like, huh? (laughs) It's like, like, you know, it's like the bug that you were talking about. It's like, you know, your your brain is like racing. You know, you're like a little rabbit. And suddenly it's like, it's like, you know, it's like a dog, you know, it's crazy. And suddenly you show him like something and the dog's like, you know, stopping. Like (laughs) that did approximately that this sentence to me. That's so powerful. And this is, this is the thing, you know, like for me, it's, it's approximately the same, you know, when you talk about the imposter syndrome, for example, it's because I didn't do the right university because people did McGill or Concordia or Harvard or, um, B- or um, MIT, you know, or people work in better company. I mean, better company, not better company, but it's just that, you know, there is difference than working, you know, when you put on your CV, I work at Facebook when I worked in a small company from whatever Paris or Quebec. Um, and this was this was my issue this was my issue and it took me time I still have that problem by the way but I think I wonder if this is this is where you know it's coming from when you were talking about him were you comparing yourself like the way you were like you were comparing a bad version of you to a best version of himself well first that that sentence is really 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 amazing that's the quote I want you to put this week for you. And, and Jean-Michel, it's not me. <laughs> but seriously, that, that's really amazing. I never heard something like that. And it's so true. It's so well put in words. That's exactly what it is. And, and also, if I, if I answer your question, I think that you don't see the best version of yourself when you are in that that state you don't know that you're comparing your worst version of you and because you don't really know what's the best version of you if you're always looking to change if you're always saying there's something wrong with me or or i'm missing something or something well you don't see what what good you are you're not focusing on that you're not you're not saying oh my I'm, I'm amazing. My best version is that, but I think I could improve. That's not what you think when you're like that. When you're in- no, because and this is where this is where I love English. You know, sometimes you know I feel that English, when you look at the structure of sentences compared to French, French can be really complicated. Where English, you know, it's like when you say like you look up to something, 
Mm-hmm. You know, it says everything, you know, looking up or taking down, you know, you look up to something because you feel that you're down to something, which is weird. You know, as you said, you don't see the best version of yourself. You see a version of yourself with its flaws and you want to be like something, but you don't see the thing as it's, you know, as it's whole. Hmm. I mean, it's funny because we had this discussion not so long ago with one of my friends that is an entrepreneur and he was coming to Barcelona and I saw him. And, he, you know, he did um, Y Combinator and all that. And he went there. Oh, yeah. So full of entrepreneurs and all that. And, and, and it's funny because he was like saying to me, it's funny when you're not an entrepreneur and people look at yourself because they think that you have this life that is so trendy. Uh, it's so cool. You have parties and all that. You're on the press and all that, you know, news talks about you, tech crunch and all that. You know, like, yeah, I'm on an app, you know, startup. It's so cool. You're going to make money. But then you have, the, you have the other side of a coin that only entrepreneurs have went through, which is like being depressed, feeling lonely, feeling sad, doubting themselves all the time, waking up at 3 a.m. with no reason or waking up at 4 a.m. with no reason. It's just like, why it doesn't work, you know? Coming back because you're pissed, because the strategy doesn't work or something. And it's all of that, you know, when you say about doubts. And it's funny because you don't see that. You know, people, you say that now that you work in startup, everybody thinks you're Mark Zuckerberg and you're going to make one billion tomorrow. Where in reality... And you cannot blame them. You cannot blame yeah. them because that's what, that's what they see. That's because that's exactly the kind of bullshit world that, that we're in that I... That yeah, I, I blame the about. Americans on that. I'm sorry, I blame the Americans on that. I mean, I'm well, sorry, I but like... I, I blame. That's what it is. No, 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 no. I blame them. You know why? Because <laughs> look, I blame... You, I'm going to tell you why I blame them. Like, that's my rant of the day. Because right, let's if, go. You wanna be, if you want to be, if you want to be a good entrepreneur, a good entrepreneur from the press, or if you want to be like a star or an artist, whatever, a celebrity, okay, let's make it as a celebrity. First of all, in your childhood, you need to have a trauma, whatever you want. <laughs> you have lost someone, uh, your parents were killed, you have been raped, choose, okay? You choose on the list of trauma as a child, you take that, okay? You start from there. If you don't have one, you can't, you you can't no, succeed. No, no, it's not a good story. <laughs> not as good. You know, you're not a real celebrity there. Because if you haven't had the trouble, you know, as a child, there is a problem. You, it must miss something, you know. Then afterwards, you need to be a dropout. Because if you were, you know, you, you need to not fit in, you know. Like, yeah, school was not good for me. I, I didn't get what I wanted, so I drop out. But it's funny, they drop out from Harvard. You know, they don't drop out from anywhere. You know, it's just, it's like, yeah, come down. Okay, they didn't drop out from the small school in Connecticut. No, no, they drop out from Harvard or MIT or Stanford. Choice. Again, choose You're going to say fuck you to the establishment. Yeah, yeah you're going to say that. <laughs> exactly. Like, not a good school for me. And then you're going to make it uh, supposedly alone with no money coming from nowhere. Generally, if you have a bank account with just, you need to have a story like at a moment, I had only $5 on my bank account or $10. You choose a number. It has to be small, under 100, obviously. And then from there, you make it. That's a good story. There you have a story for marketing. If you didn't have that, you know, that's, that doesn't work. And this yeah. is a problem. And I think this, as you said, this is part of why people feel they have an imposter syndrome. Because when you come in and you're like, fuck, I didn't have a trauma in my life. So does it mean I'm legitimate? Because I didn't suffer. So, you know, I went through school. It went well. I mean, you know, I didn't have big grades, but you know what? I survived school. It was easy. I mean, 
just more rules. So what does it mean? I'm not a dropout, so I fit in school. So does that mean that I'm not supposed to be an entrepreneur? And then it's like, oh, so now I, I still have money, you know, and I want to be successful, but now I'm over 30. So that means that I can't be a startup because I'm not 20 and be crazy and spend all my money on that. I hate this. I hate it so much. It's just crazy for me. That's so much bullshit. And this is why people feel they have imposter syndrome. This is why you have a lot of people that feel that they're not fitting in society because they don't have a story. Or supposedly they don't have a story. They have a story. I say to them, they have a story. Rent over. Sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. That's the best. That's just the best thing. That's what's being naked. And I fucking hate that too, man. That's that's so untrue. That's that's a narrative that just apply to a bunch of people. And there's tons and tons and tons of successful entrepreneur that you don't hear about and that do amazing thing and there's all this spectrum of on, on one side you have this 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 scenario like you just described and on the other side you have the you have the just the the, the son of a rich man that already have a business and just take over and in mm -hmm. between you have all the other type of life or story that you can have to that that can be your story to to success there's no that's the thing they, they, that's exactly why it's fucking annoying it's like if you don't have that you cannot succeed and you're an you're an imposter you, you cannot just be fine and do everything right and have a success and It's right. I'm not. I'm not saying that I believe that success is a straight line. Success is a crazy line. But yeah, you're so right in in what you say. And, and success, and also like I want to. I want to also get this thing. Like success is not necessarily making a one billion company. No. Okay. Man, I was saying ten, you can you can have a company. You can have a company of 10 people making maybe, uh, you know, you pay the 10 people and maybe you make yourself a salary and maybe you make a little bit more in profit and everything and you can give that to someone else. I don't know. I don't care. Um, it's good. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to scale. You don't have to, to, to be worldwide. You don't have to be. And also what does that mean? Be worldwide. Yeah. You know, like it's like, I, I, I just ate all those things because I felt bad because of that. This is, this is why I'm writing about it because I felt bad because of that. Because Okay, my parents were two immigrants, so I got I got approximately there. Oh, I got a good backstory. Story. Good backstory. Good backstory. <laughs> you know. Um, but the thing is that you know I went through school, and for me, school was easy. I'm not gonna lie, school was easy, and it's because I had good memory, and I think it's because also I was bilingual from the beginning, so learning stuff was easy for my brain. I love math. I love those kind of things. So everything was easy to, to remember. And so when I was having exam, I remember them. I didn't work that much. I'm honest also. But school is easy. There is nothing crazy about school. Like nobody asks you, like you arrive in sixth grade and be like, oh yeah, build me a rocket. No, they didn't ask you that. They tell you, yeah, this, is a, this is a math problem, solve it. You do five times the math problem and you get it. You know, that's, that's approximately that. <laughs> People think like, ooh, And, and, and this is what pissed me off because you're like, oh yeah, you know, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a dropout because school is not for you. 
So funny thing about the dropout, we're going to talk about them. Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg, let's talk about them. No, we should Mark not. Zuckerberg, Why I, are we talking no, no, about no. the two because, shittiest because, fucker in the world? No, no <laughs> because, it's because I'm going to tell the true story. Mark Zuckerberg is the dropout of Harvard, except that since he was a child, his father gave him a tutor in coding. So this guy had had yeah. more school than you will ever have in your life if your parents have no money. So what are we talking about the dropout? There you, you know? go. That's the fucking bullshit. I love it. And this is, why, this is why people need to get the truth. Obviously, there is also something else that we're going to talk about. And this is a problem with imposter syndrome also. Society likes to make us believe we are all equal. We are not. That's, that's said. We are not. We don't have the same strength. We don't have the same genes. We don't have the same IQ. We don't have the same parents. We don't have the same. There is plenty of things we don't have the same. Even if you want to, and even if I want to, I would love to. I would love to race against Usain Bolt. Never I will dream about beating him. Okay? <laughs> but nobody's questioning why I can't beat Usain Bolt. But somebody will question why I can't be successful in a company compared to someone else. But the thing is, you're not having the same past. So what are we talking about? How are we comparing the scales? That, that in itself... I would love it to be a, an episode in itself because that's such a powerful truth that is totally not seen out there. Like you say, all that shit that everyone is equal. That's such bullshit. Every, like the only thing you have the same is being in the same race, being a human of the human race. And the only thing that you have the same is the same value as a human. We all have the same value. Nobody is not, it's not because really? it's a, fuck yeah, yeah man. That's the, that's the problem <laughs> in all the world. Share. No, no, look, <laughs> everyone think that they're equal in their, in their life, what they can do. And everyone thinks that their words of the, are different. And those are the two lies. Your word is the same as the homeless guy on the street and the Bill, the Bill Gates and the, the multi-billion people. Your word as a human, but what you can accomplish in life and what you should be accomplishing in life is totally different. Everyone is fucking different. That's where you're not equal but, at yeah, all. Yeah, but, but I don't agree on the values. Why? Because I, I don't agree. We don't have all the same values. Because. What okay. the fuck, man? Give me an example. I'm a pro... Yeah, yeah I, come man. on. Because Tell values me. are, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go through it. Values are someone, you don't, oh, okay, I'm going to no, take I, you. No, wait, wait, wait. You, wait you don't like, no, 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 wait. The value, the, your worth, ah, the value, ah, ah, your sorry, worth sorry, sorry, as a human being <laughs> is the same for every human being. I was like, I know, Phil, it's impossible that he doesn't agree yeah, yeah, with no, you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a miscommunication. No, your Value word. of certain people. Will... <laughs> yeah, the, the values of people are really not the same. But the worth, it, it, it was not the right word. The worth. No, 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, you sorry, as sorry. a human being is what is the same. So you see, those are the two lies. Yeah, the lies that everyone see... is equal at your chances and the lie that someone is worth more than you those are the okay, so that's all totally the opposite i'm gonna i'm gonna try to provoke you there what do you think about trump <laughs> about trump 
I don't waste Hitler. my time thinking do you think about Trump. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What do you think about Hitler? It's, tell me a more precise question. What do I think about? Because Hitler? because you're talking about worth. You're talking about worth. Oh, worth. Oh, yeah. Okay, so okay, okay. You, that's what you mean. Valid, I, I will yeah, answer. Valid. I will answer. Or do they have the same worth as a human being as every other human being? The answer is yes. Okay. This is what I wanted to know. Because yeah. when you look on medias or when you look on history, sometimes those people are portrayed as evil or as, you know, over stuff. Oh, Where yeah. when you look at them as humans, they are the way they are. Yeah. And they are... It, I think this is also super, super important is when you, when you do the shift in your mind of stopping to think in, in I don't know if that's the, the right word, but in static term, and you start to think in relative terms, you understand that they are evil relative, relatively to your value of what is good or bad. If every if if your your value let's say we li we would living in a world where killing people is good, these guys would have been amazing. They are the best at what they do. They're bad. They're it evil. Be <laughs> it was good 200 years ago. So <laughs> no, but <laughs> no. If but. you need if you need uranium, if you need uranium or uh, primary resources in the middle of Africa, it's totally alright to kill people. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I, I know what you're saying, but I'm talking about what, <laughs> I'm talking about what your heart is telling you. In fact, I would be really, really, really interested of having a discussion with a mass murderer or a mass killer to, to really see if in the bottom of their heart there's because I have this theory that You will be disappointed. No, maybe. I'm pretty sure. You will, but, I'm pretty sure you will be disappointed. But I have this theory that in every like the, that the basis. I don't know how to good explain that. It's if you think about values, do you think that ev that it's totally uh, subjective? What is good or wrong, or is there inherent? good or bad in some things and what is the basis yes if if there's a basis i will say the second is... one but or not, but the, but the, i will say the, i believe that someone is doing things based on belief and there is a part of good and bad in everything that they do whether you like it or not the fact that yeah. people have been portrayed in history as devil or things like that first of all history has been made by winners not by losers it will be known Um, and the fact that they are portrayed like that is because there is a reason. If tomorrow you will have said that, you know, okay, I'm going to take again the example of, um, of, of Hitler, but um, if you will have said like, or, you know, that this guy is not a normal guy, you know, we, he has been portrayed as someone that was crazy, was crazy for his life. He has like 12 people testing his food before taking it because he was so afraid of being killed. He had like weapons supposedly everywhere, you know, hidden in his house because he was so afraid of being killed. So he has been portrayed as this crazy man. And I think there is a reason for that. It's simple. It's because if you're portraying like him as a simple, normal, whatever normal means, 
normal human, you'll be saying like, oh, so it could be anybody. Or if you portray him more as a devil, like everything like, it's like, oh no, it's someone like, you know, really crazy. He's not like the rest of society. So like who you portray him in a corner. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, that's, that's, that's what I think, but I would love like you to be able to sit down, have dinner with one of those people and really think what, you know, just see, I have a, I have a normal discussion, I have a chat. Okay, so to all our listeners, if you can uh, help us contact a uh, mass murderer and that we can bring him on the show, please do. <laughs> But if we if, let, let's come back to the let's let's come back to the imposter syndrome because we, we went a bit on that, but yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. went really where it is, which is about how we portray society and why people are feeling bad in the society that there is currently in. There is something that I'm gonna bring. This is about you. You told me like two times that I'm a perfectionist. And this morning, about this show. <laughs> and this morning I was running and I was like. Since when being a perfectionist became a problem? It's in, it's in relative terms. Exactly. But this is what is crazy today. I mean, since when nerd is an insult? When you think about it. Mm-hmm. Since when being like, we talked about, about that with my flatmate, being too emotional, people say too emotional or being emotional is a problem is to fit in the mold uh, of society is it no, i mean there's a mold and it's, it should be like that and if you're outside of that that's too emotional that's uh, too perfectionist that's a problem relatively to the mold to to the to the the frame of what you should be yeah, but in who, society who, Yeah, but who is building that frame? Everyone. Everyone is participating in it. If you're not part yeah. of the solution, you're part of the problem. Yeah, this is what I said, you know, when we were talking earlier about the syndrome of women in the, in the office, yeah. I'm pretty sure I participate in that, you know. But obviously, you know, I can only maybe think about my behavior and change it. But I'm not going to be like, handling that movement and saying like now understand and because I don't understand it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The thing is I, I, I don't get where, where we started to begin to, to say like, you know, like I get the fit and getting to fit into society or people want to give a mold and this is what you should look like. But I just, I just don't get where it started. And because it started millions, millenniums ago, like thousand years ago, it's, I just we just don't have the right story. We, we we think that we know history, but we don't have the the real story. Man, they they, they were the purpose of 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 uh, conquering territories was to take over the culture of a nation and what they were doing before they were burning all the fucking stories of everyone. So how can you think that you have the right story about the past when for thousands of years, people were conquering other places and burning everything that they had to say we're the best? 
<laughs> so basically, the story you have is the story of the conqueror, how they wanted it to, to be written. That's not the true story. But oh, that's the only story we have. What? That's the story of the survivors. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, we just got Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is, is not the... I mean, the way we celebrate Thanksgiving is not a good story when you look at it. Man, the, <laughs> I think... I, I'm not sure about this one, but I think that the fact that the Santa Claus is red is because of Coca-Cola. So all this... All the thing that... And, and there's one... There's Oh, yeah, there's one that's like... Why do we celebrate uh, St. Patrick in the anywhere else than in Ireland. Is it Ireland? No, no, we celebrated there. <laughs> no, I, no I, but I mean, why? I, I've read this thing that it's because of Budweiser that we celebrate uh, St. Patrick's, which it's an Irish uh, celebration in America. But whatever, just, just saying it's controlled, like the story is controlled and, and we're definitely going uh, over the the discussion topic and not before... not really not really because 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 this is why people don't feel in their place in society like i, I was having this discussion oh, yeah, with right. like <clears throat> you know like for example all the movement around women you know taking control of the life you know getting out of this patriarchal society and everything it, it's a good thing i'm not saying it's not a good thing don't don't get me wrong it's a really good thing but our brain you know, you said that it's coming from a long time ago that we have been like that. And I know you love that, that subject and it could be a subject on its own. Our brain has been, have been evolving really slowly when you look at it. Really, really slowly. Um, but since 20 years, 30 years approximately, you know, we want people to be more independent. We want people to find themselves. We want people to, and even in the last 10 years, 10 years is nothing compared to the brain we have. But we expect people to handle that like it's, it's normal. So people don't find themselves in society. So people feel like imposters because they want stuff. They don't even understand what they want because they're like, I don't get it. I, I'm, a, I'm a man and I want those things. But society is telling me that I need those things. This doesn't match. You know, this is, this is breaking my brain like that. You know, it was a weird knuckle. <laughs> but... And you think I'm something else, but <laughs> yeah, no, sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Like I know, I know, I know that the primal brain is something that you love uh, to talk oh, yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you think that it's it's also part of the imposter syndrome problem? Yeah, but totally. But I, I wanted to say something on on what you said is, um, and I think I lost it. Um, no, totally lost it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally it just happens when I smoke weed. It's really, it's really weird. Normally it doesn't happen when I, when I, I'm right on a call. Maybe it's the mate. Um, oh man, that was so good. Whatever. I wanted to, uh, I wanted to, um, to ask you uh, also in uh, earlier. I wanted to ask you like an example. When, when in your life. If I say to you right now, when is the moment that you felt the most imposter? Like super what, what? Oh That's yeah, super easy. I can tell you. It's at the beginning of my career at Fujitsu. That was um, so. It was uh, merging two departments, which was approximately eighty and sixty people. Um, I was part of a team of three people that were architect in um, change management uh, process organization 
and um, and also you know all the tools to support those new processes. So it was IT department. So how the how the companies are going to work once they merge, you know, because they have different ways of working. And they put me in charge of one of the process, which is one of the most complicated one, which is change management inside change management and release in production of new stuff that is happening, you know, because it's IT. I arrive in this meeting, I'm 25, 24, 25, something like that. So, so called expert, my ass. Um, <laughs> I arrive in this meeting, and around the meeting is only like, me to high senior level so directors managers you know people that have been responsible for these processes that have like 20 25 years of experience in front of me people that have been responsible for these processes and i arrived there and i was like what am i doing there i'm 25 who am i to tell those guys that i need we need to we need a new way of working and I, and this is the goal that I was I was given. It was like it was like you have to tell them the new way of working. You have to build the new processes for them. The way I took it is like now I'm the guy that says how are you gonna work. <laughs> Crashed down in flame at this first meeting. Almost got fired from that project. Telling you the truth there, uh, because I remember like it went it went south so south because I didn't take into having empathy was zero at that time. I was so I was so in my imposter syndrome. But I built this thing where I had to be, you know, I have to, to show that I know more than I knew, you know, that I had to show that I was an expert, but I have to show something that was not me. And so in that meeting, it went bad because with one person, we really like, but added um, in the idea. And this person is because, you know, this person was responsible for the, for the for processes until now and everything. So it was, it was personal, emotional for that person. But instead of understanding that from the beginning, I went at all. <laughs> so it, it went badly because it's the first meeting, the guy has no experience, you know, like total, total crash. And um, I remember that I talked to, to, my, uh, to, my, uh, to my colleague that was at Fujitsu and he said to me, like, look, you're, you're putting yourself out of the project. And so then evening, I talked to the, um, to the project manager of that project. It was an external consultant. The guy said, like, look, I'm disappointed in you. I'm honest. And the guy, like, the, I think the, the luck, the luck, if I could say I had, is that I think this guy, this guy became a mentor for me. He became a mentor in the way of working. In the, and he was so honest, but it just, you know, it, like, it was like a big click in my head. It's like nobody, it was like nobody asked you to be what you're not. Everybody knows that you're young, that you don't have the experience. Just be yourself. Ask for help. Be yourself. And um, yeah, so I can tell you, see, like I have a full story. <laughs> that's powerful. That's I powerful. have a full story for that because it was, it was, and it, I, I think this one decided on my career a lot. And um, you were talking earlier about, you know, the person that died this weekend, which is Tony Shi, And we talked about you about his book, which is Delivering Happiness. Um, and this guy was one of the first one in culture and all that. And I read his book just after, and this is what brought me into I need, I want to deliver happiness also at work. I want to have fun. I want to be, I want to, I want to have happiness at work. And this is what changed, you know, this two, this two, this book and this experience changed totally my look. And I think decided on the last almost 13, 14 years of my career. Uh, which, which is yeah. so, which is so amazing because right there you can see that by being, by reacting to the imposter syndrome, 
and being who you were not, that's what almost crashed down your your career. That's what that was the wrong path to follow the imposter syndrome. And that guy, that mentor, told you, no, be yourself. Do everyone know that you're young, inexperienced, and whatever? And that's what we want you to own. Own who you are already at that moment. And then you did that. And that's what give you gave you the, your career that you had. That's so freaking yeah. amazing. Such a good I, I still, I still felt with that. To be honest, yeah, I still felt it's not that easy to get rid of uh, imposter syndrome, I'm honest. I still feel it sometimes. I don't know yeah, if you still feel it. I think you still feel it. We just talked about it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly my point. My point is it's you got to understand that even the, the, um, the people that you look up to, they also have their doubts. They just have a better way of dealing with them than you maybe. And it's just that the difference. Maybe they're better at hiding it. Also, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the total, two plausible option is that they're really good at hiding it or they, they're really focused on um, fake it until you make it, which is the total opposite of my philosophy. It's more... No, no, I was, I I love this. Be it and be it. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's really, it's really, I think, I think that's the thing is that it's really fake it until you make it. It's really that, you know, how many times I was told, oh, you look so great in that presentation. It, it really, and in, inside me during that presentation, I was melting down. was seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But, but wait a second. That's, that's really different. That's really different. When you say that's really what it is, fake it until you make it, it's in the eyes of the of the looker of the person that mm-hmm. is looking it's not you who should fake who you're not to until you finally are are what you are no oh no no, no, no no you but if you're yourself and even if it means for me it means even if you're scared do it and do it by owning that you're scared and do it by owning everything that you don't have, everything that you have, and just all of you in that moment. But, in, but you may excel, and in the eye of someone, they will think that you're way better than what you are in, in your mm-hmm. experience, let's say. And then in their eyes, it seems like you fake it until you make it. But you, that's not that. The truth is be yourself and own every part of the way. And... Your story is amazing. I tell you, like, for me, it's, a, it's the best conclusion. It's you will have the imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah, but you will. But, but it's how you react to it. And if you react to it by trying to be someone you're not, by, to, 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 to kind of counter that imposter syndrome, and, and you say, okay, I got to be the, the person I think I'm not to excel, that that's that's not going to work it's going to bring you more trouble because you're going to try yeah, yeah, to totally. sustain a lie and at some point a lie is always uncovered and but so but when you when the guy told you that and you switch to okay i'm inexperienced i'm young I, I, i'm trying to do my best i will fail i will and i will succeed at other things and i own all of that then you start being yourself and you're putting yourself out there like you really are and that's your yeah, best I, chances. Yeah, I agree with you, but it's not coming. I'm honest, it was not coming only from me. It's because this, this Stefan, I think it was his name, it was Stefan Bielodo, if I remember well. 
he came and he was, he wanted me to be myself. He wanted me to be crazy. He wanted me to be young. He wanted me to be the guy that doesn't know the things because he knew, I don't know if he knew, but I think maybe he saw something in me. I, I can't say, I can't talk I, for him. I, but the I thing sure. is that, is that is because, is because he was there that so if you, so this is the thing i can say you know there is the two things that i can think about if you have an imposter syndrome which is the first one is that i worked my ass off i read a lot of books i train a lot it's because for me it makes me more comfortable in not feeling i will say inadequate mm-hmm. um second thing find the right mentor find the right people that are there to help you because if you try to do it alone yeah you will succeed but it's it's hard super hard it's super super hard and i don't want to i don't want to leave a conclusion like in a such note or something like that. but it's, there's, no, it's, there's I, no good or bad way to end that's that's just a discussion as it is that's, that's but i think way. i think i liked what you said you know i don't remember if it was the first or second episode which is you know having the whatever attitude mm-hmm. which is it just helps yeah it just helps because it's like, to have the whatever you're, attitude you're young whatever what if you're young what is wrong with being young there is a lot of advantage of being young you know you're young people will will be will be okay with that will excuse you because you're young oh he doesn't know he's young yeah cool yeah and what and what you may not see is that that was exactly why you had that that uh, job because they wanted things to change and they wanted to have a new generation thinking and that's why you were there yeah but you didn't see Maybe. it like that at that time. Yes, I'm it's sure. That's that. <laughs> exactly what it is. <laughs> so that's... And and, and, and yeah. I think this is your, so your story with Leroy. You know, that is, that is, he gave you, because he saw, I think he saw during the first meeting that, yeah, this guy is something. Mm. I think I he wanted to teach you something. I think that's exactly what happened. And in fact, what I didn't tell you in that story is that after i don't remember if it's after six months or or a year i had put in practice what i i the key that i found after the meeting Mm -hmm. when i was in my car i've put a bit into practice and it really really helped me it really was so what kind what kind of key things so that way let's finish on that what kind of key things what is the key things like say one or two things that could help people no but but you know what it was it was to stop stop wanting to be someone i was not and stop Mm -hmm. seeing those people better than me i think the big shift in my mind that happened at that moment and it's sad that it's a podcast and and you cannot view but people will see the video (laughs) gonna more understand is that instead of seeing things up and down I started seeing things horizontally, like a path. You're n- he's not better than me. If we're walking the same path, he's just ahead. And he's the best person to go and turn around and say, listen to me. I just went there I, uh, and you, you got to go right at that spot and you got to jump over this and if you don't want to fall. And, but he's not better than me. Yeah, and also, and also he doesn't know either i i I truly believe that most of the people doesn't know don't know i'm sorry like we're at the end but don't know what what do you mean 
because people like to think that people have answers in, in things that are happening, you know, and how ah. to do things and everything. Most of the time, people have no clue. They just went through. They just went through the way they went through. That's it. There is no, there is no one recipe, you know. <laughs> that's, that's so fucking true. And that's why I all, that's why my, my vision and my mission is to be myself to inspire people to be themselves and it's to not give the answers to people is to own my own answer in a way that people will understand that all the answers come from inside of you and you all have the answer if you just listen correctly and that's yeah. what i want people to understand you all have the answers you just you just don't know how to listen to them That's, that's the best conclusion. You can finish on that. I love it. <laughs> well, man, that was a, I love this one. It started yep. with, started with a kind of a feeling of doubt and imposter. I was really thinking that at the start of the episode. And then by just peeling a layer of that fucking onion and being naked. Now I feel empowered at the end yeah. of that discussion. So amazing. Uh, Thank you, I guess man. I will I will finish yeah you know by your quote because you make me remember that I think it's someone said something be comfortable in being uncomfortable Amen Amen to that <laughs> And I'll let you finish as usual yeah. go for it thanks for the discussion <laughs> No now now you're telling it in the outro and I love it so I don't have to say it anymore but I will What you be yourself and have Come fun on. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Thanks, man. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you so much for sharing this moment with us. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to receive our latest episodes. If you enjoyed this one, you can support us by liking, commenting, or sharing with your friends. All that stuff helps us make the podcast and helps us continue to build this community, which is what we care about. So thank you, heroes, for being part of a naked family. See you next week. And remember the most important, be yourself and have fun.